take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit. It's a show. <laughs> My name is Phil. With me is Frank. Yo. Mike. Yo. And Sam. I guess it is a show. It is a show. We it, do show things and present we, it. We talk about them. Yes. Uh, I'm blanking right now. Patreon.com slash from the pit, <laughs> fthepit.com. Uh, Mike, you starting us off? Yes, I am. All right. Oh, and yeah, this is the second half of the top ten. It is. So that's a thing. That is also a thing. Tom, play the show part. was one five six silence that's my number five spot a rational pull that was the track god's departure mm. Mm. <laughs> i mean it had all that like i mean uh, i don't know if you guys happen to remember the first time we had brought them in maybe like four years ago these guys are pittsburgh guys um similar sort of style they had brought in this you know it'd be downy mm. um but it's just <laughs> i love seeing this convergence towards like the vein code orange sort of manic energy it's a little chaotic but it's real beat downy uh it, this was an incredible growth from the band and one of one of the albums that i just couldn't stop listening to it's so brutal yeah it, it's definitely in that vein of uh 
your face needs to be caved in. <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, that's my that's my strong number five. Whew. Yes, it's gonna bring on over to me now. I'm excited to see this one. This one, uh, I almost threw on my list because I wasn't sure if you would. Oh yeah, no, I love this. Uh, Tom, play it. So that was Visphere's, and that was the track The Storm off their July release. Uh, the fight goes on. Man, uh, y- you don't hear a lot of metal-tinged oi. Yeah! I mean, really, one of the only, you know, one of the only bands that comes to mind is Wisdom and Chains. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's that's what's <laughs> made them one of my favorite bands over the years. Uh, it, it may just be me. I feel like the... The sense of melody present here is, to me, reminiscent a little bit of, like, not not just, like, melodic hardcore and, like, more melodic punk rock, but almost a new wave of British, oh, God damn it, a new wave of British heavy metal feel. Yes. Just mm-hmm. a little. Yes. Even, yeah. Like, even kind of the aesthetic of the album cover kind of gives me a little bit of that vibe. Uh, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. No, I, I think you're spot the fuck on. I mean, especially yeah, just, some of saying, those leads. Like, yeah, maybe maybe there was a little little defenders of the faith, little number of the beast going into this. I feel like I had to miss this because it wasn't in my wish list, and everything I heard was just like, I love this. It's so like Oi in general. Like, uh, it's it's a lot you usually got to sift through, but when you find yeah. something fucking good, it just fucking it has that drive. It hits you in that certain spot. And then the fucking guitar work on this is just amazing. I would go see these guys play every night of the week. Yeah. Like, like this, uh, ever since I heard it this year, like this has been one of those ones where like, there's something about Oi, uh, like Oi based music that like when you're having a shit day at work or work, day, that's what you want to listen to. Like you want to slam some beers, listen to this and just feel good. Uh, well, to get a hold of that, 
you can go to thisveriesoi.bandcamp.com. And that's my number five for the year. Very nice. Uh, this one. This, this one was... Such a strong bracket. I was so fucking happy to see the return of this band. Tom? Why the fuck have I not been all over this? What the fuck? Uh, they they brought him in. Yeah, Phil brought, brought him in. So I brought him in. Good. Like, yeah. This uh, man. Um, this was gonna make it on one of the three of our top tens. Oh my god. One that of is the, like God. That is some beat off worthy shit right mm-hmm. there. God damn. I uh, yeah, oh. buddy. Um, oh, fucking wish listed. So, damn. One of the bands. Uh, that brought me back when I was lost. That was Rotting Out. That was the track Reaper off of their... Fuck, what... I don't even remember what month this came out. Ah, April release, Ronin. And, um... God damn it. Yeah, I mean, when I was, you know... Uh, you, ever, was, you ever have a you ever have like hear something new and just it scratches an itch that you didn't even know you had? Yeah, buddy. That's exactly oh. what the fuck has. So when I when I on a whim bought tickets to this is hardcore 2014, and was just like, I know like half of these bands. Let's check out the rest of them. This one stood out, and I checked them out. And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking. There's fucking suicidal tendencies vibes in here. There's fucking like there's there's 80s hardcore touches. Like this is yeah, everything. It's, it's it's got that it's got that early crossover feel that I really enjoy it. Like it, it, it kind of satisfies that love of me, that love for me of bands like carnivore and SOD in, in particular and leeway leeway, especially, but it's also got that. It, it, it's got that kind of that chromags intensity and speed and just like, fuck you aggression yeah, to it. it that are, like, it's and got, it's just, it just, it's just, it's straightforward and it riffs. That's all I, I mean, fucking want. And it's got one of the most identifiable voices in hardcore. 
Yeah. You know what? I'm just, I, I can imagine how some people like, I, I don't know, like wimps might be like, I don't like <laughs> his vocals. No, man, it fits. It, yeah, like his vocals, does. the vocals fit this fucking band so perfectly. They're, uh, the, I mean, I don't know if the vocals fit the man, but that's a different discussion. Yeah, that, I, that I wish I, had, I wish <laughs> um, I wish I had heard any of that because I'm sure I would agree with it. Um, I still remember there was one morning I was hanging out with my girlfriend, and I just threw on one of their uh, this is hardcore sets, and like that's what she was just saying. She's like, I like this energy. I was like, Yeah, yeah, this is fun. This is what makes this music what it is. Like, yeah, yeah. That more than this, this. This band is a fucking vibe, dude. I'm 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 gonna have to go back and listen to it. Well, if you're feeling the same we the same way uh, that all of us clearly are, head over to purenoise.bandcamp.com and check that shit out. Mm. God, seven dollars for a ten track album? <laughs> Fuck, it's a deal. What a deal! What a fucking deal! Oh, I guess I'm I guess I'm closing out each one of these, huh? Yes, sir. All right. Okay, boys. I guess it's time for me to bring the fucking hammer down on this one. Tom. Starting off like, should, should we ease into it? No, wall of sound right away. Go, <laughs> like, Frank. Frank, who who are you talking to right now? Like, do, do I do I ease people into anything? No, I don't believe in it. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair. You got you got to give people the you got to give people the maximum intensity just to see what they can handle. Partially, it, it, it's a it's a it's a an, an initiation of sorts, but it's also just kind of funny. But yeah, that this is a this was kind of a late a late entry of the year. It flew, it seemed to fly under just about everybody's radar. I didn't hear a whole lot of people talking about this. In fact, I don't even really remember how I came across this band. It might have just been a random discovery. But anyway, I'm glad I did because it's been stuck in my head ever since I heard it. This is the Glorious Dead, a band who I straight up had never fucking heard of before I found this album. This is off the album Into Lifeless Shrines. That song is called Vitreous Hemorrhage. <laughs> it's like this this is this is the way death metal is supposed to be done. It is it is meant to want you dead. To, to you know join to join the cause, to, to join the skeleton army. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> so again, this is just this is the way this is the way it's supposed to be done. This is why it ended up on my top 10 of the year. This is why everything has ended up on my top 10 of the year list is because every example of what I bring in, I think is the way that something is supposed to be done. 
And I know some people might say, well, that's subjective. I'm like, well, fuck you. Who cares? This is great. <laughs> Go over to bindrunerecordings.bandcamp.com. Check out Glory, the Glorious Dead's In the Lifeless Shrines album. <clears throat> it fucking rocks. Word? Word up. <laughs> so that, uh, let's bring us to number four. Mm. Number mm. four. Mm-hmm. Oh, these guys. Oh, these guys. <laughs> Tom. Oh. time they release something i'm shocked they're not brought to court for breaking obscenity laws <laughs> <laughs> it's just so gross i mean this was another one i mean it was really hard this year with the bands coming out and just dropping just absolute like i mean the, the growth mm-hmm. doc the growth i mean <clears throat> this album goes all over the place it's it's uh it's what it's like 12 tracks um I had so many points before I had to say them about this <laughs> band. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it's not just you know a, a gr- you know a death grind album. Uh, you can tell the subject matter is really deep. It's just bone crushingly furious for the entire length of the album. It, it, it's hard not to include it on this list. I had Wake in this spot all the way up until like nine a.m. today, and I was just like, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> I mean that's an incredible album too, but uh, this worm colony collapse had to take the spot mm. with the track "My Fucking Dixie," comma the New South, comma. So, <laughs> just let it die along with the grays. What a great fucking line! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check it out. Incredible album. All right, gonna bring it on over to me, mm-hmm. and uh, 
there's no shock of this making it nope. into one of our uh, lists. Yep. Um, Tom, why don't you play this? I mean, it, it, you can't not admit that there are just moments of, like, genius recording going on in this album. It's, and I will, I will be, uh, and I'll admit, I still remember when the uh, the teaser uh, track for this album first dropped, and like, I was on that fence. I was like, I need to hear the rest of this. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And like, why did I? It was one of those things. Like, why did I ever doubt? It? Like, I mean, so the 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 big thing with code orange like a lot of this shit that we're we're so fond of now your fucking knocked looses and your veins uh even like you know fucking harm's way on post-human uh the band that fucking that started pushing this direction was code orange yes uh i mean you really go back and listen to fucking i am king and it was like when that fucking dropped everyone was like what the fuck even is this (laughs) It's like you, you just you didn't hear shit like that, and they uh they fucking did it again on on underneath, which came out in March, and like, God, I still remember like, I was at your place one time, and we just had it on, and like so many moments of just looking at each other, and just making the stank face, cause yeah, it's like, Ugh, yeah, Ugh, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, this was inarguably like one of the most experimental albums they put out mm-hmm. ever. Um. To the point that there's a few moments that miss me. Like, uh, I think there's like a grand pause that just confuses me rhythmically. (laughs) 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 But, I mean, I wouldn't, for those few brief moments, trade it for all of the other just brilliant 
make like mixing uh, a digital work like yeah i mean they're doing stuff you don't hear and we need more of that mm-hmm. right on <sighs> I, that code orange underneath my number four all right uh so this one's this one's fun as shit <laughs> tom i remember i remember this If the spaghetti monster doesn't exist, why do planets look like meatballs? <laughs> <laughs> Off of memes, dreams, and flying machines by the sound that ends creation. I, I, I will admit, even though I don't like the music at all, I do think that you must be depression because you make me want to kill myself. Is like one of it, the most fantastic song titles I've it, ever heard. It's incredible because uh, this motherfucker, and this is a one-man act. Yep. Uh, we did have a Which great... To be honest, impressive. Yeah. Uh, we had a great fucking interview with him. Go check that out. But um, the <laughs> it's so funny that the music's so fucking creative and outrageous, like, to the point of being kind of silly. But if you really – like, even on that track, the nihilism is just fucking – Dripping. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I also need to bring up the fact that – so when the uh, – the audio clips are being recorded. You can, we get to see this and normally it's like a, a kind of like, looks like a fuzzy bar going across. Nope. That was just a solid bar with all the levels like maxed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as creativity, I mean, the, you know, this could have been fucking number one on my list. Uh, you, you really don't hear much quite like what he's doing. Uh, so head over to the sound that ends creation.bandcamp.com. Listen to that. Do it. Mm. All right. You know what? Um, play it. 
Pictured animal on drums. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'm here to bring the fucking hammer down on this top ten. That's I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of that so far. Yeah, that was um this 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 is a band that's also kind of been on my mind for a while. This is Command, spelled with K. And this is their debut album. I've kind of been waiting for this for a while, and I there there came a point where I'm just like, are we ever gonna get a fucking command full length? And then bam, it happened. <laughs> seemingly out of nowhere this is ter- this is off of terrorscape the song is called siege and you can go over to command k o m m a n d dash maggotstomp.bandcamp.com you can go pick this up it's honestly like i i heard like i, I think i mentioned last time i heard more like decent <clears throat> releases than really good ones this year this is one of the pretty good ones that i heard it's it i mean again it it I've said it before about bands like this. They don't reinvent the wheel, but they bring enough of that intensity and energy that I like in good death metal to where it really, I mean, it can draw me in and it can keep me in. It it can keep me focused. And that's, that's what command do really well. I liked their demos a lot. I think I even brought them in with their last demo compilation. And I'm glad to see that they actually got the full length treatment. And here's look, here's the fucking album. Number two. Nice. All right. Word. All right. Number three. Number three. Mm. Tom. Oh! 
uh, I remember being so fucking excited this fucking this release was happening, and I remember listening to it when it came out. And for some reason, I've just not spent enough time with it. I don't know why. There's so much this year to spend time with that. Uh, I, I mean, I wish I spent more time with Rotting Out because I really love that album. Yeah, I just haven't. I mean, you would think, especially the fucking, you know, the Shia Hulud, Love is Red, Comeback Kid guy on the I show know. would be just <laughs> listening to this nonstop. I mean, and I mean, it ranks so high on my list because, in my opinion, um, I mean, I loved Misery Signals coming up. And to hear an album so authentic and, and, and exactly what I would, would have wanted to hear is if they had just picked up and kept moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it's it's such... It, it's like simultaneously one of the brightest and heaviest melodic albums I've heard this year. Because there are that those moments of uh, instrumental brightness. Yeah. And then all the, all the lyrics and, and meaning in the songs is still really heavy and stuff. So it managed to be... An incredible comeback, dynamic. It was just a great album. <laughs> so that's we're talking about Misery Signals. That's the album Ultraviolet, and that is the track Sunlifter. Mm. Let's go listen to that whole goddamn thing. It's so good. You'll feel so good afterwards. <laughs> well, Tom, let's play this. wasn't gonna have some neo crust on here come on i was i was waiting for it drinking gamer fuel what are you doing that was a fucking gamer fuel (laughs) fuck out of here so that was the track Cronkwelt from krotzer's october release owls elect in sherbin oh god damn it (laughs) you brought in so much good crust this year that i was just gonna let you (laughs) <laughs> it. <laughs> it was very hard not to just start like crust crust crust, crust yeah yeah <laughs> give me all this good crust yeah there was a lot of good stuff oh and this is and uh this one really stuck out with me because it's 
you obviously have the crust elements of it, <clears> but throat> then there's moments where it'll go into uh, more in a blackened direction, and some more they'll kind of like they'll come back a bit, and they gave it, you the most to walk away with. Yeah, word. I mean, that's what it came down to <laughs> with a lot of stuff this year. Like, I mean, I could I could go on at length for the stuff that we didn't get to bring on. Yeah. Well, to get a hold of this, you go over to seven degrees records dot com, and uh, Kratzer is spelled. K-R-A-T-Z-E-R. Yeah. So I, I had to do something unusual with this one. Because uh, it is a split. All right, word. Um, so I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you two fucking clips here. Tom, roll that first one. so good i'm glad i got to help interview them they were fun mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i you, were you there first time I don't yeah think yeah, yeah uh sam you're on the the first interview we did with them right i was i, mi- I missed the second one i was out of town oh, <sighs> that's true. right okay that's a bummer yeah uh good good fucking people mm-hmm. Dagra. and yeah. uh man just fucking so insanely passionate about grind. I mean, I don't I think I've ever spoken with anyone as passionate about grindcore as those guys. <laughs> Seriously, uh, like it's it's just it's. They fucking had just crazy. gotten back from a trip to Japan, right? Yeah. What the fuck, Did, Sammy? Is that a fucking? They're there dryer? to get you. <laughs> <laughs> They've come. What was that? <laughs> uh, that was that was my that was my heating dish. Oh, okay. Accidentally being like knocked into by my cat. Oh, I thought it was something <laughs> here for a second. This is a fucked up thing no, about wearing headphones for too long. No, so my like my my heat dish. Whenever it gets like knocked off its axis, it makes like a loud buzzing sound, so it doesn't fall over and catch anything on fire. Like uh, a scented heat is, dish. My, yeah, my cat is being an asshole and like ran into it. Fair enough. Uh, but anyway, that was uh, that was the track "Diminishing Returns" off of the split Kazuna, which they did with Retortion Terror. Tom, go ahead and roll that track. <laughs> Shut up, 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 shut up
<laughs> I don't feel like I need to say much. No. no. I love grind. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It's it takes a lot for me to decide to bring in a split on a top ten. Uh, but something about this felt bigger than just a. Uh, you know, like, oh, it's a split. We just each did some songs. We're like, this feels like a fucking, like a solid whole release. I know you mean. Like, if it has from, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's a cohesive. Like, it's yes, it's thank meant you. to be That's together. The word I was like, looking for. Oh, all right, word. Um, yeah, fan fucking tastic. Uh, Dagger and Retortion Terror Kazuna. Head over to wisegrindsrecords.com to check that shit out. Oof. Guess it's time for me to close it out again. Yeah, buddy. Uh, this. Wait, did you give a link? Yes, I did. Oh, you did. Okay, that's right. Sorry. Uh, yeah, this is um, this is an album. I think as soon as I heard, just like the first the the first track off of this that I heard, I was like, yeah, this this is going in my top ten. I think that was one of three releases where like I heard it right off the bat this year, and I was just like, yeah, this is going in my top ten. So, Tom, why don't you just uh, go ahead and play it? together yes yes so i want to i want to provide some context for this to just just to, to give you an idea of of where this comes from necrophiliac name drop have not dropped an album since 1992 this is their first release since 1992 i was four years old the last time this band put an album out it is I, again i just i want to provide some context because like that is a like that is the kind of shit you hear, and like you, you think, like, oh, this this must be like a group of fucking young bucks just starting out who want to make a statement. No, 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 my friend. Necrophiliac were like they were around since pretty much the beginning, like of the the nineties death metal boom. <laughs> this band, you know, they they obviously they didn't gain the the kind of attention that a lot of their contemporaries did, but you know what they they made a bit they made a bit of a mark with their last album, but man. I don't know what happened. I don't know what made him decide to pick it up again, but 
this coming back with this album, no living man is innocent was just like, what? Like where, like, how do you, how do you still have this much intensity, aggression and passion for, for what you do? Like, like what over 20 years after the fact? Yeah. yeah I mean, almost, almost 30 years. Almost after 30. The fact. I, I was going to say also, when I saw their, their name, I was like, how has no one used that name before? Oh, it's because they did 28 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this uh, necrophiliac were a band out of Spain. Who, you know, they, they made a little bit of a splash in the underground scene when they were first around. But this like, this is like a whole new level for this fucking band. Like, again, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this, this is going in my top 10 straight up. And every time I've listened to it, my position has not changed. In fact, it's only my my insistence that this be this be acknowledged as one of the best releases, period, of 2020 has only strengthened over time. This is this is like a monolith of like of a comeback album. This is the way a comeback album is supposed to be done. And it's just really too bad that a lot of people are probably never going to hear it or know about it. Because they're, I don't know, they're on whatever fucking trendy bullshit is, you know, big and popular right now. But I am begging everyone, go to Extreme, like, forgive the name of the fucking label, it's goofy as shit. <laughs> X-T-R-E-E-M, extrememusic.bandcamp.com. Please go listen to Necrophiliacs, No Living Man is Innocent. It is fan-fucking-tastic, absolutely one of the best releases of the year wholehearted recommendation begging you to go fucking buy it in fact like you know what it's it's like less than six dollars for one of the best releases of the year you don't you don't have an excuse go buy it right now well i personally look forward to 1948 when or 2048 when they uh, record their next album in the nursing home <laughs> it'll be worth it <laughs> it will be worth it all righty we're staring down the barrel uh, number two that's my number three. That's his number. Th- and we are on to number two. Ooh, getting down to the wire. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say for me, at this point, the numbers mean nothing. I I couldn't particularly decipher between the two. I'm about to bring in. Uh, first up, we're going to talk about Ulcerate off of Stare Into Death and Be Still. Um, if I had been more conscious of this album for a longer period of time, very well could have taken my number one spot, which is very odd for me because it is... A technical Melodeth album, but it might be the best one I've ever heard. So, Tom, go ahead.
sound is so full and hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, it's a swirling nightmare of, it's just per- like. Yeah, it, it doesn't shock me at all that this would end up on your list. Yeah. Eh, I can hear it. Like, okay. I can hear exactly where it clicks with you. Bro, I mean, it's, you know how I'm always getting on bands <clears throat> for like fucking their own drive up or, or letting like a moment get a little too boring or every drop of potential I think was put into this album. I mean, every instant of every riff, it just feels so well conceived. I mean, every track makes sense next to every other track. And it, yeah, it's just, it's like a hopeless masterpiece. Like <laughs> your cat's fucking with you again. <laughs> Sorry. She's being a fucking brat, dude. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like this album's gonna get talked about for a while, um, just because of how cohesive it is in a sphere that I think gets really can get boring. Mm. Or or a little wanky. <laughs> or, you know? Yeah, it can get very wanky. And, and, uh, <clears throat> Mike knows all about being wanky. <laughs> That's it. But uh, Ulcerated, I just can't get over this album. Um, Staring to Death and Be Still, that was the track drawn into the next void. And like Sammy said about the last release, I mean, I implore everybody to go and give it a shot. Very nice. Mm. Well, uh, so going into my number two, this is a uh, this is what I would consider. Like for me, it was like just the most violent release of the year. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! For some reason, the only reason this wasn't on my list when I was working it out was because for some reason I thought this came out in 2019. Oh no! Holy shit! Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Tom, why don't you why don't you play that?
Um, okay, this bracket is incredible. Yeah. I would have put any one of these bands on my top 50. Um, I could also, I was like, no, stupid. We just brought in that feature like a month ago. And then I looked at the album cover and listened to the song <clears> and I'm like, oh, they put out two absolute monsters yeah. last year. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> um, so that was the track Cold War uh, from Life Taker's February release. That's why it felt like 2019 because it was very early in yeah. the year. Uh, that album was Night Intruder. No, you're right because right after that uh, was the Worm release. Mm-hmm. And oh, this is one of those ones that I feel like any venue that books on the owner just shudders in fear of the destruction that's about to happen. I like I can't fucking listen to this on the way into work. I just I can't do it. <laughs> Your boss is gonna go off, say the one wrong thing, and then Phil will be the life taker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it gets you real fired up. It's just the just the 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 pummeling nature is the way the tracks go on. The fucking just this how harsh like the the, the vocals. I mean, they get raw. Mhm. It, it's real great. It's also it, it, sonically aggressive, I think is yeah, the correct term. It's violent music. Ooh. I mean, from some of the nicest guys we've ever interviewed, <laughs> yeah. they're like, we just want to make nasty music. And it's like, well, good job. <laughs> yeah. it, was like, it was like the, the most laid back interview I think <laughs> we've ever done. Uh, well, to get that, go to lifetaker.bandcamp.com. All righty. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, I saw you click away. Roll that shit.
I feel Perfect. like our top tens this year needs anger management. Oh <laughs> man. Look, in the in the realm of like more strict hardcore, this is where I wanna see it go. Yes. This is where I wanna see it. There's no it's got all the hallmarks. All of the hallmarks. There's fucking the 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 skank the beats down, every, and, yeah. and, and thick bass and but it's, it's got some riffs. It's hardcore. You, there's no point at which you question that, and yet somehow <clears throat> it takes all of those elements and manages to be simultaneously more creative and more aggressive. I know. <laughs> I just. I mean, this album's got riffs. You know, mm-hmm. stuff that really gets me fired up. Like. I, I, it makes me more pissed that we missed them last year, or I think I missed them last year. I don't even remember. I, yeah, last year seems like a different lifetime. I know. Uh, in the before time, in the, <laughs> shut the fuck. I'm not gonna start talking that way. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, anyway, that was uh, that was Gulch. Mm. One of. Uh, one of the one of the bands that I think we've all been really keeping an eye on in the hardcore scene over the past couple of years, oh, and yeah. uh, it's been paying off. Uh, that was the track "Self-Inflicted Mental Terror" off of <laughs> "Impenetrable Cerebral Fortress." It, I, I mean, Yaris, everything's just so perfect. The vocals are absolutely right. It, it, yeah, listen to Gulch. Gulch.bandcamp.com. Tom, listen to Gulch, Tom. Let me see your <laughs> library. Don't hide all the. Don't, don't yeah. hide all the pop. You fucking coward. Apocalypticon. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. <sighs> I don't want to talk about that right now. Uh, Sam. Oh, boy. All right. We are going. We are moving on to what is <clears throat> unquestionably my number two album of the year. So, Tong, why don't you just uh, go ahead and play that for me? so happy because I was working through my list and I was like there's no way Sammy doesn't bring this in thank fuck when he posted this list I was like ah 
Good. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. You really think I would forget my favorite Danish boys? Nah, nah, yeah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> so in case uh, some of the listeners have been living under rocks, that is Denmark's Undergang with their most recent album, Aldrig Alivet. I'm sure I butchered that. Sorry if I did, but we don't have fucking time to go back and look up a bunch of pronunciations. Much like I'm going to tell you, that is track number... <laughs> that is track number seven. I'm not going to try to fucking pronounce it because I don't speak <laughs> Danish. I don't understand a fucking bit of it. But uh, some of you might remember a couple of years ago when their last album, Misanthropology, ended up on my top ten list. Uh, deservedly so. Undergang have... Honestly, going back and listening through their catalog, I think Undergang have been like one of the most consistent, more recent death metal bands that I've heard. Like I, I don't think I I don't think I've heard anything of theirs that I didn't legitimately enjoy and think was worth buying physicals of. And that that to me is like as high a compliment as it gets. And this this is no this is no fucking different. I absolutely am planning on buying a physical of this when I fucking can. Uh fucking Dark Descent Records putting out this this fucking good good. You can head over to darkdescentrecords.bandcamp.com. Go fucking check this out. This is number two on my list for a reason. This is like, again, this is like necrophiliac. This is like this fucking good, trend-free, good heavy shit that I've been looking for all year long and haven't found a whole lot of. But, hey, man, if it says undergang on it, it's going to be fucking good. Um, the, the, real, the real ones know. <laughs> I was gonna say I think what Undergang does perfectly is they get the the bass guitar distorted at its maximum point to where you can still it's still legible though like you can <laughs> it's it's that fine line of like no no this is this is where this is as decrepit as you can go without it like breaking apart. <laughs> oh God, I need I I need this fucking cover on a T-shirt, man. I need to I need to pick up a fucking Undergang T-shirt at some point. I actually have I have a big ass misanthropology back patch that I need to put onto something. Oh, it's so it's so fucking awesome. Just fucking and that's, that's sewing directly onto your black back. <laughs> yeah. All I, right. I might I might just sew it directly onto my back. <laughs> that that would be brutal as fuck. <clears throat> but yeah, that's again, this shit is number two on my list for a reason. Undergang's Aldrig Alivet album. This fucking slays. Go buy it or you're a fucking coward. <laughs> Tom, are, are you proud of us, Tom? Yes. We made it to number one. Yeah. No. <clears throat> my, no, I mean, my real number one is always going to be Mikey, but you know. Oh. Hmm. Tom.
very cheerful. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that was Fawn Limbs off of Sleeper Vessel. And that was the track, A Swarm of Invertebrate Fauna. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that... Oh, that, yeah, they, they know how to make you feel like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, lest it not be said that Gent can be successful, heavy, nasty, and good. And, and good, that'd be the one. That'd be the probably the most important one. Um, <laughs> I feel like Fun Limbs manages to kind of do it. I mean, and they also kind of have that modern sensibility where there's a lot of, like, digital like post-production and stuff and it's it's real tasty and and dark (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah you know that's my number one slash number two spot Vaughn limbs well for my number one this is going to come as no surprise yeah (laughs) in fact i i would have been shocked to not see this on the list (laughs) um tom why don't you play that What the fuck else do you want? Goddamn. Like, I love how they're in that section when they do the chug bit. It sounds like they're going to go away from like, oh, no, that was tasty. Let's do that again. Oh, my God. I, I, I haven't gotten through this album yet. Oh, you need to. Oh, my God. Um, That's so good. 
so that was faster than light off of unleash the archers <clears throat> august release uh release abyss that was such a tasty solo the yeah. only fucking snowstorm we've had this year i left like right in the peak of it from work <laughs> i looked at the roads and was like ah oh, fuck this is worse than i thought and i rolled down my windows and i put this fucking album on <laughs> and i drove home the entire way that way <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, whew. so obviously there was a uh, more like synth elements incorporated into this album, and it goes into it fucking beautifully. You've got just uh, you've got tracks like this and uh, Soulbound that are more like uh, you know, fast paced, uh, just catchy bangers, but then you got sweet ass power ballads on here as well. Mm-hmm. It, oh, yeah, <clears throat> it, it's it's fucking perfection from beginning to end. Yeah, uh, and I mean, that's, yeah, everything fucking shines on this album. Everything. Mm. I, I, I fucking love I'm it. I'm just doubling down on my my previous <clears throat> statement. It's everybody caught up to her vocal styles, and now it's, it's just super complimentary sound. Yeah. That was so good. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, it's easy to find anywhere. Obviously, Unleash the Archer's... Uh, dot bandcamp dot com. I'm uh, pretty sure there's a slew it. of other places. Like yeah, it's yeah, you'll find it. Yeah, don't be a dummy. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be mine then. Yep. This 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 is another one. I I think I would have been shocked to have not <clears throat> seen this from someone. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I had to do it. Tom had to do it to him.
was a long ass clip, but it's that just the build up to that fucking explosion at the end and the fucking the the tones and everything was, about it. <clears throat> it's still one of those things that always shocks me about them is how they make something that is so pleasing to your ears but still oppressive. Like it smashes you down. Man, like, uh and just the the fucking the growth on this album. Unfucking believable. Um I ain't shit, man. It's been crazy following them over the years, and this was hands down the best thing they've done. It's funny because it's like, um, we've talked about it before. We've talked about bands and when you can listen to some of their material and you still kind of like have them in that, like, you can kind of see them in their practice space playing, you know, a show or whatever. They haven't really moved over to that, like, full, um, like, consolidated sound, I guess. But um, for Cazador, I would say un- undeniably this album is that for them, where I can finally see them aside from themselves, right? I can just hear the music. I mean, the music's all fleshed out. It, I mean, the post-rock is nice and warm and, you know, I really like it. it, it they did great. Yeah, uh, I was fucking... I was like, man, and uh, a late release. I was starting to starting to think we weren't getting this in 2020. Uh, yeah, right. But yeah, that was their release, uh, Acceptance Isolation, uh, from December. And um, God damn it, man, I'm I'm so fucking mad. Like we're probably not gonna get to see this live for a while. Yeah. I know. But. Uh, Thank God they do short tours. I don't know if you can fucking put yourself out there like that <laughs> that many nights to do like a fucking coast to coast or some shit. But yeah, Cazadorboston.bandcamp.com. Yeah, uh, Go check that shit out and I am fucking done with this year. Uh, Another year done. Sammy, well, close us out? Well, I'm not done yet. I got one more for you. This like last year. Last year, uh, my top ten weren't in any particular order. This year, they are at least the top three. This this album I'm about to show you guys. This has been in my mind constantly uh, for the better for the better part of like eight months now. I have not not been able to forget this album. I've been screaming about it to people, telling everybody <laughs> you need to you need to listen to this. It's really fucking good. And I feel no. I feel no internal conflict of any kind when i say that i consider this to be the best release of 2020 took me completely by surprise with how fucking good it was it is five tracks just under 50 minutes and it feels like it's 20 and that to me that that has come to be like one of the hallmarks of a really great band when a band can make a nine and a half minute track feel like it's three that is one of the most impressive things a band can do, and I'm about to fucking prove it to you. So, Tom, why don't you just go ahead and roll that?
like this that make you go man why is satan so cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you're so this is like listening to this i i feel like i feel like a kid back in like the late 80s the mid late 80s discovering celtic frost morbid tales for the first time it's like whoa yo i mean you're so fucking right too like i i didn't think we were anywhere near the end of that cliff when when tom fucking hit pause on it i was like fuck that was was that was a short that was a two-minute clip. That was two straight minutes, and it feels like it's a minute. Uh, if, yeah, I know. That is that's uh, fucking uh, wild. You're, you're. I know. Shockingly, right? again, like it's crazy. That that song, that entire song, which again, I'm not going to try to pronounce it because I don't speak Belarusian. I'm not going to be a fucking <laughs> asshole about it. Mm-hmm. That is that track is nine minutes and fifty seconds. And we just listened to like twenty percent of it, and it felt like five. I think you How... just found like the most fucked up time warp where it you just lose time. Yeah, dude. Every Anything... time, Same. every time I, every time I have listened to this, and it's been a lot of fucking times that I have listened to this, I'll be like, oh man, I must be only like halfway through this. I'll look at I'll look at the timer. It's like, oh, there's only like three minutes left of the last song. Dude, it's fucking, it's fucking, it's heavy, it's catchy. The production is exactly what the fuck I want it to be. This is, uh, yeah, yeah the, the, this makes perfect sense for your number one. It's fantastic. I know, man. It's like their vocalist has like, he has like that. These are like the kind of vocals I wish I could do. That fucking feral roar this dude's got going on. It's just, it's flawless. It's like, it's this perfect amalgamation of black metal and death metal with like these these crazy like obvious Celtic Frost influences thrown in. Which, by the way, go back and listen to Morbid Tales if you haven't listened to it in a while, please. It, it's so good. Like Morbid Tales is incredible, really fucking is. And so is Losoa Bojswa's new album Gloria Schmierci. I'm sure I fucking butchered that. I'm going off of Google pronounce. But yeah, this this is a little band out of Belarus. I think they're actually a three piece, which is like again. I mean, you think it's like all oh, three pieces can't be. I'm like, look at Venom. Venom were like, oh my god, they were three. They're a three piece and they're aggressive as fuck. I listen. If they can do it. Yeah. yeah, both of our both of our fucking number ones are three pieces that put out huge fucking sound. Oh yeah. So like, Lo- Loso Abojswa, like their last EP. Uh, they, they had a two-track demo that they put out last December, but their last EP ended up on my top 10 of 2018 for a reason. Because this band... Oh, 2017, sorry. This band fucking rules. Like, this new album stomps ass. I, again, I feel no conflict at all when I say this is, like, 
the release of 2020. This is like one of those albums that just kept me fucking going through all the insanity, all the bullshit, all the stupid fucking stuff that we had to deal with this year. And man, it's just, please, please go over to lszb.bandcamp.com. Go pick this fucking album up. In fact, better yet, buy the physical. They, they have a CD available. Go go sell this shit out. Everyone, go do it. Right that's on. it. That's that's my fucking number one. That is the best release of 2020 in my eyes. Nice. Well, yep. before we wrap this up, we got, we got a little segment. Some might say the most important segment. Some might say the segment I can barely hear. <laughs> From the pit. <laughs> Brutal bruise. <laughs> bruise. Oh, and it's one of mine. Yeah, I got yeah, a brew for you this week. What? I said, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Oh, man. I've I've wanted to find a beer to bring in for this for a really long time. And I'm going to be honest, the only reason that I'm bringing this pairing in is because I have been on a kick with this band for like a week and a half now. And I was sipping on one of these when... I rediscovered this album and it just, it's something about it. Just, it felt right. It felt good. Everything about it felt good. But first we got something more important to talk about. Tom, play it. God fucking damn it. Ah, uh, you boys want a perfect lesson in build up and songwriting. You can't do a whole lot better than this. I mean, everything about the way this song is put together from the way, just the way the opening riff kind of just pulls you in right away. And then the way it builds up to that chorus is just, mm, you're just like, Oh shit, where's this going? But then it doesn't even stop there because the chorus just starts off so intense and so perfect. And the whole time it's going on, going on, you're just like, oh shit, oh shit, where's the climax of this? And when Bruce Dickinson finally just howls out on the sea of madness, you're just like, oh, there's the release right there. I'm aware I'm, I could be talking about either music or sex. I don't know which, but I think in this case, it's <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, Maiden will do that. That's, uh... mm. I and they're one of yeah. the goats for a reason. Yeah, you know what? This, you know what? I just made that fucking joke up on the spot. 
But <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, of course, for, for those of you who know anything about anything, that was Iron Maiden off of their criminally underrated, underappreciated, and not off, not often enough spoken of album somewhere in time. That That is, I, that is, I feel confident saying my favorite Iron Maiden song, Sea of Madness. Like just, oh, this... This is one of those albums that actually got me to take guitar playing seriously. I don't know if I've ever told you that before. I mean, I know everyone kind of, everyone has their favorite Iron Maiden album for some people. It's Number of the Beast, it's Peace of Mind, it's Power Slave. Power Slave is up there for me, by the way. But man, there is something about Somewhere in Time. There's something about the just the intensity, the passion, and like, I, I'm going to be honest, the aggression of this album that is just some, something about the sense of melody present here. It's just, there's nothing else in my mind throughout the Iron Maiden discography quite like it. I th- Some might compare it to like Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. I think this album, this album is a little more, a little more focused, a little more aggressive, which I think is why I prefer it. Also, somewhere in uh, Seventh Son makes a little too much use of the, the goofy guitar sense, which I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of, but... Can I play with Mag- Can I play with Madness? Is a good song. True. Um, I was gonna say I think that's one of the the great things about Iron Maiden is like, hey, first like all the albums are are good. That's Depending even upon the fucking newer ones, like I they're know. never. It's never like, oh, that was a piece of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think it's one of those things where like it <clears throat> there's there's a, a Maiden album for everyone. Like yeah, like everyone has that one where they're like, yeah, that's that's what I want to listen to. Like it. So like for you it's somewhere in time, but like I'm not gonna lie, I can't choose one. <laughs> like that's because of the, the <laughs> different errors of it. Like they have something that I uh, if I'm in the mood for that, that's what I want. It gives right. me that. But they always give that. There's that that sense of drive. Like the pacing of the song is always perfect. I think um this this song like oh man just like. Heaven Can Wait, The Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner, another underrated Iron Maiden epic, frankly. Oh, fuck. Waste, um, Wasted Years is another great one. Fuck, man. Like, Alexander the Great. Like, every song off of Somewhere in Time is just like, it, it's excellent. They're all fantastic fucking songs. This album, I don't fucking understand why, except maybe that it just got eclipsed by albums like Peace of Mind and The Number of the Beast, which, like, you know, fine albums in their own right, but I don't know, man. There's like, there's like, I don't know, some kind of musical umame from those albums that is just like, it's not quite there like it is here. And I know a lot of people are going to be really fucking mad to hear me say that. Just know from the bottom of my heart, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> this album is just so fucking good. So what do, what do I pair with this? Yes. Like, what and, do you and, pair and, with this? You know what I pair with? You know what I pair this with? I'm just I'm pairing it with the beer that I was drinking when I rediscovered it the other week, and when I remembered that it is my favorite Iron Maiden album, <clears throat> and that is actually a local, a local brew, local for me anyway. Out of Corvallis, Oregon, which is a couple hours from where I live, uh, it is Block Fifteen Brewing Company's Highland Hymn Scottish Ale. Oh, and. Uh-huh. Yeah, so what's interesting about this is that there's the typical slight nutty sweet flavor of a Scottish ale, but there's also there was more 
there, there was a little more in the way of like, I don't know, kind of hoppy barley flavor, a little, it was a little more sour than I was expecting. Not a lot, hmm. just a little. Hmm. And I was like, okay, all right. That's, that's interesting. It was like, it, it was like, uh, it might take me a little while to get used to, but I think I've come around to it. This, uh, this, this is one that I think I'm probably going to be buying some more of. Actually, you can get these, these things cost like two fifty a piece and you can get a four pack of pint cans for like 10 bucks. And it's a 6.5%. So, I mean, you're getting a, you're getting a decent amount of beer yeah. for 10 bucks. You yeah. know, it's weird. I feel like this isn't the first time we've paired a Scottish ale with Iron Maiden. Probably not. <laughs> it probably isn't. I mean, has anyone else brought in a Scottish ale besides me? I always yeah. feel like I'm the only one who really likes them. No. No, we've definitely brought them in before. Yeah. Of course. Yes, I like Scotch ales. <clears throat> My go-to is barley wine ale, but like Scotch ale is just a, a variation of that. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm partial. I'm partial to Bellhaven. Uh, Bellhaven and Wexford are kind of my preferred Scottish Scotch ales, but uh, this this is something I could I could see myself buying more of in the future. Also, you know, hey, it's yeah, you know, I gotta support the local boys. This is mm-hmm. this is a this is an Oregon brewery. I and I'm probably gonna go back and buy some more of their stuff fairly soon here. But yeah, that's that's my that's my my first brutal bruise of uh, 2021. Just go if if you're on the West Coast or if you can order it, go pick up some of Block 15's uh, Highland High, Highland Hymn Scottish Ale. Throw on Iron Maiden's Somewhere in Time album. Uh, in particular, Sea of Madness, and just like get get lost in a sea of booze. Nicely done, sir. Thank and, you. Uh, I think that's all we fucking got. Yeah, that's it, all we it, got. It, well, These goddamn top I, ten episodes are long enough. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it's all we got because I'm fucking hungry. And yeah, I'm me shower. too, buddy. Uh, anyway, before we get, let me remind you can you can head over to fthepit.com for all of your from the pit needs. Links to all the shit, you know the fucking deal patreon.com slash from the pit uh we're gonna we're gonna restructure that so five bucks i think just fucking the whole shebang yeah uh yeah so yeah that's a that's a deal uh if you're listening on itunes fucking five star us and fucking you know write a review i don't care what you write it can be fucking gibberish but write it repost trap lyrics (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would fucking love it if our entire review section was just fucking trapped lyrics. <laughs> Not even different lyrics, just fucking headstrong. Just, yeah. <clears throat> just every time people posting headstrong. Um, why the fuck not? Uh, download on all the platforms. Download, you know. Download. download. All right, I'm done. All right, fuck it. Frank, take us home. Good night, bitches. <laughs>